Time to talk some Aussie rules on the program. We don't do a lot of this, so need I remind you, 2019 final last year. Pickett did well. Look at the left foot as well. Doubling around Martin. He didn't want the body contact. He kept the body free. The pickup's unbelievable. That's a play of the game. That is a play of the game. I've never seen anything like it. A second to go. The Tigers are premiers for the 12th time in their history. That was last year's AFL final. Joining us now on the program uh, in the wake of this big news across the Tasman, um, 10, all 10 Victorian teams are going to have to uh, leave, evacuate um, Australia, well, Australia, Victoria after the weekend, go play the AFL in different hubs around the rest of the country. To talk us through it, you, you know the voice, Mark Howard. Uh, he's the Howie Games podcast. You can find that on Google. I think they're up to 102 episodes. Uh, now you can also find him across summer, of course, Fox Cricket. We get a lot of that over here. And uh, Fox Footy, you would have heard his voice on the AFL commentaries if you're a fan. To take us all through this, Mark Howard, very good afternoon to you. G'day, Elliot. Thanks for joining. G'day to all your listeners. How are you, mate? Yeah, very well indeed. Well, first up, let's talk your podcast. Uh, 100 episodes up now. You've raised the bat, so I love listening to it. I haven't got through all of them as yet. I reckon about 75, 80 percent are working my way through them. But big congrats, mate. That's uh, that's a hell of an effort. Yeah, the Howie Games is going good. I appreciate the fact you're listening. Um, we just sort of chat to all sorts of sports people. I need to get more Kiwis on. Uh, I've had Brendan McCullum on, Ian Smith on lately, which was really good. So Adam Scott was 100, so we talked all about being the first Australian to win the Masters, which was, uh, it was great. Yeah, Smithy, I love that chat. And, and Brenda McCullum a couple of years back, uh, some, some great uh, Aussie and New Zealand guests on there and, and different walks of life, which is what I like. What's the, what's the one that most stands out to you from, from your 101? Oh, there's so many. It's like deciding which is my favourite children. Uh, but I, probably the one that's really had the most impact and it's been downloaded the most and it's got a second run now is Luke Longley. Obviously, mm. everything with the Chicago Bulls and the fact he played with Jordan and Rodman and when the Last Dance documentary came out, and he's a wonderful storyteller. So, so that's got a lot of listens. I'm doing one on Monday, though, which I'm really excited about as far as cricket goes. Um, I've organised a chat with the great Michael Holding, whispering oh, death himself just before the England-West Indies Test Series. So I'm looking forward to that, mate. It's a privilege to be able to do it, to chat with so many wonderful athletes, as you well know, Elliot. Yeah, it certainly is. Howie Games on Google. Find it highly recommended. Right, the big talk is the AFL. You're, you're a commentator for Fox Footy. Oh. What is going on? A, a, a Victoria without AFL, is it really Victoria? Everyone's moving out after this weekend. Yeah, you're exactly right. Obviously, it's spiked here in Victoria. We were doing really well. Congratulations to everyone in New Zealand for the way they've handled it there. And obviously, you've got crowds back, which is fantastic. We were heading that way in Victoria, and then there's been a spike. So, yeah, it's bizarre. There's 10 AFL teams based in Melbourne, and they are all leaving on Monday if they haven't already left. So, six of them are going up to Queensland, including Secure goes to Noosa, which is a magnificent part of Queensland. That'd be a nice little trip at the moment. Uh, then a couple of Hawthorne. Uh, go to Sydney alongside Melbourne and then Collingwood and Geelong go to Sydney for a week and then they go to Perth. It's it's bizarre. So in my world, it means calling a lot of games of football off the television, which is an interesting experience. But yeah, the AFL has to be given a lot of credit. They've been extremely nimble and probably if it wasn't for the Queensland and New South Wales governments accepting the Victorian AFL teams, the whole competition will have fell over. So it's great to see the states trying to help each other out to keep the game going. Yeah, it's just the, this most remarkable year, isn't it? We've seen the NRL, the Warriors are basing themselves on the Central Coast. The Storm have moved out of Victoria. Nothing is as usual this year and, and teams are having to adapt to things they never would have thought of. Yeah, and I think you're right. You know, I'm crediting the, the teams and players and the governments for doing it. But 
the Warriors are a perfect um, example of what we're talking about. You know, Cam Smith and Craig Bellamy congratulating the other day after they'd taken a heavy beating by the storm. You know, without the Warriors, there's no NRL competition. So I, I think it's great in these difficult, difficult times to see all sorts of people and organisations pulling together. Some of the players have got concerns in the AFL world, like the New Zealand Warriors have, and you appreciate that with young families and time away. But Hopefully the majority of athletes can get where they need to go because, as you know, Elliot, sport provides so much joy and happiness for the general population in these difficult times. So everyone's sort of putting their shoulder to the wheel. So it's a really nice community feel that everyone's trying to achieve. But, yeah, it's bizarre, mate. You know, I'm, I call, I'm, I'm going to the football today in Geelong and I go to the MCG tomorrow. But then after that, you end up sitting in a studio with a game 2,000 kilometres away and a couple of camera angles and away you go with no crowd. So it's a different way to broadcast, but at least people have seen the footy. How have you found it commentating those games in empty stadiums? I imagine it's quite bizarre because myself, I didn't get to the point of doing it. I commentate the Blues for, for, for us here in New Zealand, but we've got crowds and it's fantastic. But empty stadiums must be quite eerie. Yeah, and the very first time it happened to me was with your man, Ian Smith. We were covering Australia and New Zealand mm. in that first one-day international, which seems years ago. Now, obviously, the last two were cancelled. And I'll never forget that Steve Smith fielded what looked to be a regulation ball at short cover. I wasn't in the commentary at the time, and we were, you know, he just threw it back to the keeper. And then on the replay, we realised he dropped quite a simple catch. But because there's no crowd reaction you don't think, pick things up. So literally commentating the football, we sit in a small dark room with a the pictures you see at home and one wide camera angle, the statistician and the two experts, no crowd. It's bizarre, but it, it becomes the norm very, very quickly. And it seems crazy. You know, if you had a camera on yourself getting excited in a small room in front of the TV, which is what a lot of the audience do, you'd shake your head. But you just try and bring the same level of excitement. But it, but it is bizarre. But as I said, at least we're seeing sport. And you know, I, I know uh, next week, obviously, England plays the West Indies in Test cricket, and it'll be just wonderful to see cricket back on our screens and the mm. red ball and the, and the white clothes. Um, Formula One starts on uh, on Sunday night, which I'm a big fan of. So things are starting to happen, but no crowds. It obviously hurts the bottom line as well, Elliot, which is which is really difficult for the sporting organisations because that revenue is not coming in. Yeah, absolutely. Look, you live in Victoria, and, and we've touched on the the spike that's happened there. It, 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 there is lockdowns happening. Does it feel like you've sort of taken a few steps backwards? How are you feeling personally, and your, and your family? You're safe. Yeah, really flat. No, I don't have a. I, I don't look at it from a health perspective that I'm worried about getting sick. Now, that's obviously a possibility, but. I just look at it as a real blow to the state and the people of the state. A lot of these seem to have been traced back to sort of poor systems put in place around hotel quarantines with people coming back from from overseas and that's spreading within the community. But it's more the fact, you know, I've got mates that run businesses. A guy I commentated football with, Luke Darcy, he runs a couple of massive pubs and they were just getting to the point of opening and getting people employed again. And now, bang, it's being pushed back. You know, the, the footballers are having to leave the state. So it's just really flattening that... You know, you, you hear all the stories about the Spanish flu and the second wave all those years ago, around the 1918, 1919, 1920. But now that it's happening here in Victoria, I just hope that it doesn't happen in other states. I hope it doesn't happen to you guys in New Zealand who have done an amazing job. But it's just, we seem to be through it, and now we're back in the midst of it. So not so much from a health perspective, although a lot of people in the community worry about that. It's just what it's doing to the to the mindset and the businesses and the general economy. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's quite distressing that we've got to this point again. Mm.
Absolutely. As Mark Howard uh, with us, News Talk ZB, a Fox footy commentator, we get the uh, the calls here. And, of course, Fox Cricket through the summer uh, as well, whose coverage uh, we get over on here on Sky. And you mentioned that game. It does. It seems months ago now that uh, sitting down to watch that in, in mid-March, and it was like a, a new world, uh, that, that game, Australia-New Zealand. Of course, the rest of the series cancelled, but you were doing all sorts of different camera angles and on the park and everything like that because you had to social distance. But it seems like it could be a year ago now. Yeah, it's bizarre, and I still remember we were staying in a small hotel in, in Coogee in Sydney, and I'd just come back from holidays, did the first game, no crowd, and then Smitty texted us all that, that night saying, listen, there's rumours that the Kiwis are being told that they're going to be packed up and sent home, and it, it was like, what? They're going home? And that seems so normal now, but I mm. think back then we were like, nah, this can't be happening, and we're all sitting and uh, having a pub, a beer in the pub, which now you can't really do. Watching the rugby league, which you couldn't do for a while, and it came through. Yep, you guys can go home tomorrow because the series is off. So, I think looking at the schedule, that that um, there's talk about the schedule for the Australian summer being released in a couple of weeks. The big bash to start earlier around the Indian Test series, but also New Zealand playing a series of one-day internationals, hopefully in Australia in January. I'm not sure whether that's going to be reciprocated back in New Zealand. So. You know, you can hope at that stage there will be crowds. Certainly in Western Australia, South Australia and Queensland, the crowd numbers are being allowed to increase at the moment. Hopefully it's happening in Victoria. But, you know, a Boxing Day test in front of no people? I don't know. I don't know if Victoria's doing that situation. Is the Boxing Day test in Melbourne? Now, you say that as a Victorian, Elliot. <laughs> it's the unthinkable. That is, that, well, that is sacrilegious, but... Hopefully Victoria's out of it, and you'd expect we're out of it, but if we're not, and it's zero people at the Boxing Day test in Melbourne, or 40,000 people at the Boxing Day test in Adelaide, or Sydney, or Perth, or Brisbane, you sort of have to move it, I think, but hopefully, gee, because of the Victoria, that I'm nearly choking my words, but... <laughs> Same with the AFL Grand Final, the Queensland Premier, who came to the rescue of the AFL, said, well, we've come to your rescue, we're your saviour here, maybe you think about giving us the Grand Final. If there's crowds there and not here, they have to take those things into consideration, I guess. Yeah, it's got to be a big quid pro quo when it comes to that. Mark Howard, love talking all things Aussie sport with you. Thank you very much for your time here on Talk ZB. Cheers, Elliot. I appreciate it. And uh, well done to what you guys have done in New Zealand. You've absolutely smashed it. The Devlin Radio Show. Call 0800 80 1080 now on Newstalk ZB.